This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright. Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey fellas, I love the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Scoop and Boop. I'm your host Giuseppe and with me once again is Turtle and Turtle. I want to ask you the would you rather from the message board post. Would you rather have been alive to see Babe Ruth or Wilt Chamberlain in their prime? Wilt. Okay. Basketball so- is just an infinitely better sport. Okay, with Tony, what about you? Uh, I would I would go for the Babe personally. Me too. Yeah. I think the reason why for me, and I, I agree with you that basketball is a significantly much more entertaining sport, but I feel like back, like w- the things that Wilt did were more of a product of him being like this one tall dude <laughs> and everybody else not being able to like, you know, be, uh, I think like able to match him from a, just yeah, a physical playing, you get size. A bunch of short white guys. I mean, yeah. On, the, the, Versus Babe Ruth, which is like this fat guy who (laughs) wasn't particularly like athletic always drunk yes (laughs) yeah like a physique of like an ant but like he he was an animal like that's the kind that's why i would i i almost like kind of want to see it to believe it that he was as good as he was it's like one of those things like oh was anybody even alive back then david to to be able to to record how good this guy was that's the reason why i feel uh i go babe ruth but um that's that was uh that was my thinking we did uh, tease that we have a guest in the last show. Uh, I was wrong on the message board. I, I forgot Tony had told me about uh, Ivica. So I do want to welcome uh, Ivica to the podcast. How are how is your night so far, sir? Um, my night has been pretty good. I uh, met a random truck driver from Louisiana who talked my ear off and gave me a pizza uh, in a like a shopping center parking lot in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, something that doesn't happen every night. And now I'm talking to you guys. So yeah, definitely uh highlight of the uh, week so far for sure. <laughs> so you're, I, I take it if you are then in Pennsylvania right now, so you are on the road for the, the week. When it comes to that sort of thing, I guess, I'm sure you listen to this podcast among other ones to kind of to keep you going. But like, what what else do you kind of like lean into to to stay entertained, engaged, you know, not not go crazy when you're driving those long distances? Yeah, I have um, like a lot of uh, free time to fill, obviously. But it's amazing over the course of the past six years that I've been doing this. Uh, I've tried all sorts of things. I go through. I've had phases where it's like only podcasts and then I get sick of podcasts and then it's only music and then, you know, back and forth and stuff like that. Uh, but 
now uh more recently it's like 99 youtube i just like subscribe to all sorts of various different channels like you'd be amazed like 200 channels or something and then so i just get notifications all day long and then i just uh just w watch slash listen to those and then the funny thing is uh, when i get home like i have cable i have a smart TV. I have Netflix. I, I don't watch any of that. I just put on YouTube at home too. So. <laughs> was it you that linked us that that weird video? It was like a forty-five minute video of these like guys from Southside Chicago talking about geology and Italian beef sandwiches. Was that you that sent me that? Yes. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were. He's actually a botanist. Uh, the sorry, channel's sorry. called. He was talking about <laughs> dolomite rocks, so I, I figured he was a geologist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, the channel's called uh, Crime Pays, but Botany Doesn't. Um, <laughs> wow. Or, uh, or the other way around. I don't remember now, but it involves those words in some order. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. He just like talks about, he travels the country and he talks about plants in that accent. <laughs> so <laughs> that uh, It felt like a little slice of home for me personally. So yeah, I, I enjoyed that yeah, video yeah. very much. I find it, uh, it's weird, like, I don't particularly care about plants or anything, or bot or uh, botany, but um, I just find, like, his voice, for whatever reason, very calming and soothing, just, like, easy to listen to. I know it's kind of weird, but I always get a kick out of it. I mean, it's definitely entertaining, that's for sure. I, yeah. I mean... Especially, you know, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is the thickest Chicago like <laughs> accent I've heard in quite some time. It Probably sounded like, like I was at a family skit. reunion or like a, like a Christmas or a Thanksgiving <laughs> for my, my family that's yeah. from the city. Yeah, yeah, and totally. I don't think I've ever asked you this, but how did you and Turtle end up hooking up? I'm guessing it's somewhere somehow poker related, but like how did you guys end up getting like uh I guess together becoming friends or whatever the case may be. I was going to say uh, a clarification on that hooking up term. You just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, your instincts are right. So I, uh, I forget. Oh, I was like playing poker somewhere in the Chicago, like local scene. And somebody invited me to a private cash game at a uh, Italian social club. It's at the, or it was at the corner of um, Lake Street 50, and 53. 53. Yeah. yeah, I know that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so during the day, it was like uh, the father, the patriarch, uh, and they'd have like older Italian folks, I guess, gentlemen, like gather, play some cards, drink some coffee and talk shit or whatever. And then they'd like leave and technically would close but then the, the father's son would then go in at night uh, with us like young degenerates and have these wild, um, wild uh, poker games. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like you'd have, I mean, we'll have to ask Adam like how he found it, but I, um, I'm not like exactly approachable at first um, at the poker table. Like I just keep to myself. And he, for whatever reason, like approached me and was like, hey, I'm like, 
I don't know. Like, I think, I guess he can clarify, he can back this up, whatever. Like, um, you seem to play well, you seem to do well here, and I'm interested in kind of like learning or talking poker or that sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was delivering pizzas at the time for my friend's dad who owned a pizza joint. And then he was like, hey, they play cards at this, you know, Italian club. Obviously, he's an Italian guy. Um, They play cards at this Italian club. You should go out there sometime, blah, blah, blah. Um, I I went there and it was, like he said, just wild action, just a low stake. So you didn't need a whole ton of money, but the action was uh, was was there. Um, And then, yeah, I just uh, like approached him. He seemed really um, level headed. So I was like, you know, let me talk to this dude. And we just started hanging out. Huh. And then through that, then the, the fantasy football, I guess, like became a topic just through, I guess, hanging out conversations or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I've always. Been yeah. Yeah. Like it became very obvious that he was really into that. And it was only in our league because like, you know, we were childhood friends and it seemed like maybe something fun to do. But really, I just it's just not my thing. So. When uh, when I found out he was really into it, then, you know, we worked out uh, like a partnership or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And then I I can't imagine like I mean, how much are you are you paying attention these days to the, to the league as, as a whole? <laughs> I mean, I know that I know that you got, you know, Adam who's, who's pulled the strings on everything from a fantasy perspective. So does that mean you just kind of like whatever about it? Oh, you said the league. I was, I thought you were asking about the NFL, but obviously you mean our league. Um, so I don't watch any football at all. Um, and then, but on Sundays I will look at like our league, the app on my phone. I'll just like, I'll try to think about like, okay, it's, um, at four Eastern, a lot of times I'm on the East coast at four Eastern, the noon games are ending so I want to see like where we're at and then how many like minutes we have remaining on the team, what it's looking like, you know, in terms of our uh, chance of winning the game. Uh, I might message him like, how's it going? What are your thoughts? This and that. And that's pretty much it. Got it. Okay. So, I mean, I, I guess I, I had a feeling, I mean, you are already mentioned too, that, you don't watch anything other than YouTube, even when you're at home. So I guess yeah. sports kind of falls into that uh, category as well. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened. Uh, like uh, I always loved sports when I was younger and just the older I got and the more ESPN became like, uh, like a pop culture or whatever station, you know, and mm-hmm. not only that, but the exposure of the, business dealings like the behind the scenes stuff it like turned me off and uh, i just i i like like the purity of sports i hate the um like wokeness rumors, contract negotiations and don't get me started on wokeness <laughs> <laughs> you tip that off with your youtube obsession <laughs> you gotta stand for the anthem <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I get it. Like, it's, it's definitely, it, it actually, if it's, I'm gonna, one last thing before we actually start talking about like the league. And, and you, if you guys have any questions or whatever, feel free. But, 
Um, you mentioned that, you know, we, we've known each other for a while and everything like that. And your lack of watching sports actually just made me think of something uh, earlier. So Sasha's kind of who used to be in the league. You know, he's in a similar situation, right? He used to be like a massive basketball fan. And he completely lost interest over time. And now I think he was trying to get back into it. I was I was even texting him during the playoffs. And I think it was short-lived, the amount of time that he, he spent on it. But, And I was thinking to myself, like, Santino moved in next door to you, right? And then through him, like, I learned, you know, I, I met you and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking to myself during, I guess, my bike ride earlier today, you know, if Santino doesn't move there, do we still know each other? Like all of us, like collectively, like, I, I don't know. No. Like, what, what do you, what do you think? I think yes, because of this reason. So, Oh, Kowalski was, it's like the furthest outside and he somehow was able to, to get in. Right. So if he was able to do it, then I feel like there, there must've been some way that it would have happened through like an alternative connection. What about you? I was going to say 0%. Um, I mean, but here's the thing. Uh, like, I know there's like a Serbian aspect to this. You know, yeah. like me, Sasha, the Sreches, um I don't know, am I leaving anybody out? But that was like, that's yeah, almost like the, the core of it. That's like, oh, you know, uh, Bluff. The, yeah, the Medics. Uh, yeah. Um, th- that's like the core of it. And then, I mean... You know, from my perspective, obviously. For sure. Uh, and then Santino moves in. We become friends. And then that is how, like, you and Santino know all the Serbians. Um, oh, but I guess, I guess from your perspective, I guess it is possible that at, like, Glenbard North, Yep, that's how. Yeah, that's guys, what I was thinking you, too. Yeah, that's how I met Giuseppe and Sasha. Friends. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like Sasha, Giuseppe, Potsky, Kowalski. Like we all knew each other from high school. I only knew you Serbian fucks when I started hanging around the DCWA. Yeah, yeah because you know, this that's is... a... go, oh, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You go. You uh, go. You're the guest. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I, that did cross my mind is, uh, and I think I talked about this on Bitter Marks, like. There would be no um, DCWA without uh, the DJO. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, and that was like me and Santino and some uh, some of his quote unquote friends at the time from Glenbard North, like uh, wrestling around in Santino's front yard. So, like we might know each other in radically different ways. In fact, sure. if the um, sorry to get like uh, scientific or whatever, but or science fictiony, but uh, if the universe is infinite, there are probably universes where there is no DCWA, but we know each other, and yeah. like weird stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Because again, that's what I feel like through through high school. At some point, like I, it's so funny because Sasha and I, you know, are are very good friends and yet we never had a single class in high school but i think through connections like i had an english class with tony which i'm going to pat myself on the back you passed because i gave you the uh the, the stuff from the final from that class before before you took it because we took it on different days because of the, the way the periods landed up and yep. tony obviously knew you know he actually had classes with some of those guys and then you know, like the Howitz were friends with some, I think like, you know, Fiori, Fiori I think somehow yeah. it would yeah. have like 
we would have been able to connect at some point. It just would have been a completely different thing. So the way I would see it is maybe potentially like Tony back in the day used to throw, you know, parties every once in a while, you know, and there would be an eclectic group of people. And through that, I think interaction, like I'm sure that I would have ended up meeting Sasha or whomever if it wasn't through school itself. But so I still think it is, but it, I just, you know, I, I just, I thought of it randomly when, when I'm probably similar to when you're driving like for hours on and you think of random things when I'm on a two and a half sure. hour bike ride, like random stuff just pops in my head. I knew you were going to be on the show and I was like, Hmm, I wonder, you know, it just, it just came in my head, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. All right, Tony, we got like show stuff to do, right? So what do we got? Waiver wire? Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Yes, it's the week seven waiver wire. Uh, I am fresh out of the DCWA multiverse that we just talked about where I don't know any (laughs) of you guys. Uh, But I do have waiver bids to talk about. Uh, Leading the way, we have Kowalski's Washington Cracka-Ass Crackas. With $12 on my most hated player in fantasy football, Brandon Cooks, and he's cuts Malcolm Brown. Uh, I think this is a terrible move, <laughs> obviously. Uh, there was there was another $10 bid for Brandon Cooks, so there's two dumb owners in this league. Um, your thoughts? Who, me? Yeah, anybody. Great I mean, I've always... <laughs> I love I mean, Brandon Cooks. Turtle and I are on the opposite side of the table on this one. I'm with you, Tony. I've always hated Brandon Cooks. This man, I don't know how he continues to exist. He's had a couple of nice weeks, so Kowalski's going to pick him up. And you know what? He he has needs, and so it makes sense. But I, I don't love him by any means. And also, he doesn't spend this money if he just keeps Will Fuller for more than a week. <laughs> it's true. All right. Spending more money. We have BDI. God Emperor President D's Nuts spending $10 on Keelan Cole, dropping Christian Kirk coming off a huge Monday night football game <laughs> where he catches two touchdowns. Uh, nobody bid on Keelan Cole. Uh, His second Jags receiver because he also has DJ Chark. Oh, my God. Does he really? Yes. I can't defend this one. Uh, Christian Kirk is a much better player and a much better offense. I don't get it. Next pickup, we have Matt with $1 on J.D. McKissick cutting Naheem Hines. Uh, Now, this is a desperation play if I've ever seen one. Um, Running backs are very, very hard to find in this league right now. So he's a McKissick is a PPR guy. So he's hoping for mini receiver points there. And then my COVID mania came through with a $0 bid on the New York Giants kicker, cutting the Tennessee Titans kicker, who I think had negative points last week, if I want to say so. I think I looked it over, and uh, I needed a kicker this week, and I was definitely not going to play that guy. So had to get rid of his ass. Uh, We did have some free moves. Um, I also picked up... Giovanni Bernard cutting Marquez Valdez scantling. Um, Micah picks up Tim Patrick. That does not sound like a football player. That sounds like a <laughs> like a cop or something. Hello, I'm Tim Patrick. Uh, he cuts Smoke Brown. 
Um, <laughs> Bishop picks up AJ Green, LOL, and cuts Marvin Jones. Um, so that's. I didn't realize you cut AJ Green. <laughs> yeah, I cut him last week. Okay. And then he had a good week, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I cut T.Y. Hilton for the basically the same reason, but thankfully he didn't have a big week, so I felt good about it. Uh, and I, I did want to pay something off. Uh, I did look at the Constitution, and trades involving draft picks, uh, the deadline was week six. So okay. there cannot be any trades involving draft picks for the rest of the season. And the regular trade deadline is week eight. So you have up until... Uh, Thursday next week, right? To make trades, is that correct? Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Okay, so if you want to make some deals, get out there, work the phones, work the Twitter, and uh, make it happen. I have a question about the Constitution. Yes, sir. Uh, I think a couple weeks ago, weren't you guys talking about, uh, maybe it was when Giuseppe wasn't on the show, uh, someone committing a crime? Yeah. And they're being... Uh, I was just, isn't the wording like they have to be convicted, not just accused or whatever? Yeah. It, yeah, it has committed? to be something that like actually happens that is proved to have happened. Yeah, I was just curious. But it was like, uh, it was not like um, real violent. It was like drunk driving or something. Marijuana yeah, yeah or something. I think he got a DUI. Yeah, we were talking about Melvin Gordon getting a DUI, and I was trying to screw BDI out of five dollars. But uh, yeah, I think you're correct. You have to be convicted. So, uh, so we I, have to wait for a plead before we can uh, yeah. get him. If so. he pleads guilty, boom, five bucks. You take it from him. Yep, <laughs> that is a thing. Okay, just clarifying. Yeah, of course. Uh, another thing that is part of our show is emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. Okay, so Kowalski sends one in. Uh, Title, 2021 Proposal. It says, 2021 Rule Change Proposal. If your kicker outscores the highest running back or wide receiver for the week, he steals the $10 payout. (laughs) All in favor say, make keeping America great also too. Uh, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's a... It's a fun rule, but a pain in the ass to keep track of. <laughs> um, I don't know. You guys who want to vote on it next year, feel free. Um, and then I'm going to jump the jump emails to the, the most recent one because I want to save this other one for after it. So another one came through from Peewee. Subject line, hey. It says, just letting you guys know that primetime is a man of his word. The Make-A-Wish Foundation benefited $10 because of Tony's loss. So this goes back to the bounty that uh, Primetime has regarding if anybody beats Tony on a given week, he will, uh, he will give them five U.S. American dollars or five Serbian or the equivalent of dinars, as we learned. And if you have a co-ownership, they'll do 10. Two and ten, uh, sure baby. enough, it happens. Yeah. Moron. <laughs> and so uh thank you for the email but he also posted it on the message board the proof of it that they made the donation there they asked to for be made and wake, make a wish um so uh primetime says if you want to make a kid's wish come true please do the right thing and defeat tony the week you play him um so thank you very much for that email and then the last email we have from the man the myth the legend micah 
who continues his heroic streak of uh, email submissions. I don't know how the man uh, does it, but Tony, thank you. So the email is subject, greetings from Yugoslavia. Chevap Shibop. Zeke gave me chest pains folding like a partisan supporter under the threat of Delge. Old Town Sarajevo, here I come. Chevapi, Ivar, and Flatbread incoming. And he shows a picture of the <laughs> Serbian, some Serbian dinars and an envelope that looks like it came through, um, I don't know how many years ago. <laughs> but it's got that cool, like, envelope that's in the, you know, the red and white striped. You know, it looks like a thing, and the, and the stamps have a church of some kind on them. And I my believe household, my, I'm ahead. sorry to interrupt. My household received many of those over the years when <laughs> I was a kid. Yeah, you know exactly the, the kind of envelope I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, right? I, do. I, do. I used to call them when I was a kid a French envelope because it <laughs> yeah, reminded me of the French sense. flag. <laughs> Um, and then the music was, Ivica, uh, uh, you're our guest. I'm sure that you would be able to identify who that artist was that uh, Tony was playing. Uh, the only, I know a couple, I don't know, but um, I'm going to guess Tetsa. Close. Um, no. Uh, all right, go ahead, Tony. It was Dragana. Oh, uh, okay. That is close, I suppose. <laughs> There's only two female artists I know yeah, that it. are Serbian. One is Dragana and the other one is Teta. So. I think, uh, I honestly, I don't know who that Dragana woman is. I'm sure, like, uh, better Serbians would. But um, Teta's probably the most famous. But the second most famous has to be uh, Lepa Brena. She was, like, uh, this beautiful blonde woman in who was, like, a mega star in Yugoslavia in like the eighties into the nineties, I guess. Okay. That would have been my second guess. I don't know, Dragana, that's just like a common first name. Well I would <laughs> I would Google both of these women, but I don't know how to spell that, so I think we can move on. It's also been Dragana specifically has been a running joke in our group for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's another reason why it, it makes a lot of sense. So thank you everybody oh. for your for the email submissions. <laughs> yeah, I mean Wait, there's one more there's one more email. I it's from me, but I never sent it. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well so we get a, a live going, reading of your email. <laughs> uh since I know uh In and Out has come up a uh a few times over the past uh whatever months or so. Mm -hmm. Uh I was wondering what your thoughts are on their French fries. They are terrible. Awful. Oh, thank God. Awful. I agree. Okay. They're terrible. Yes. Yeah, the burgers are amazing. Um, and the fries are equally as terrible as the burgers are good. Yeah, it's I've tried everything to make them better. I've gotten them like well done. I've doused them in various condiments. They're bad no matter how you slice it. So it's gotten to the point now where instead of me getting them, I just I skip them because it's it's not worth the effort. Yeah punt, yeah, punt on the fries, get a get a milkshake instead. Yeah, good idea. I did a little bit of research. I'm convinced it's the oil they use. I forget um I forget. I think it's like cottonseed oil or something crazy. Like mm. uh 
I, I wonder if that's it, but yeah, it's, it's amazing be. because like they cook them fresh to order. Yep. So how can you like fresh to order fries? How do you fuck that up? And they, <laughs> they find a way. It's amazing. Yeah. They, you know what they taste like to me? A inferior version of those like 99 cent Jay's shoestring potato chips yes. that existed. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Yeah. They're like dry, even though they just came out of fresh <laughs> hot oil. Like, <laughs> Somebody yeah, they're real bad. To, like, like put in a comment card or something. <laughs> yeah, and apparently, like Californians will like fight you to the death if you complain about their the fries at In-N-Out, which is ridiculous. Like, just be sane and like try them at other places, and and they're perfectly yeah. better. And I've yeah. I finally found like the per from my my perspective the uh, perfect order. It's a double double extra spread, which is their uh, I guess like the the dressing or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. add diced chilies so it's like these hot peppers on there so it gives it a little bit of bite uh it's like it's perfect that that's that sounds I, good after four years i finally figured out what is my optimal <laughs> in and out order but yeah i'm a i'm a big fan but yeah skip the fries just you don't need them yeah i'm gonna try that i hit those up every time i hit the west coast i was just in las vegas and southern california recently i ate it like two days in a row so uh yeah, I'm going to have to try that. Sounds good. Uh, I think that that was it. I, one thing in the note, because it, it doesn't happen too often, Santino posted on the message board. So yes. we want to talk about that yes. for sure. Um, Santino writes, uh, well, boys, after dismantling former champ and current trophy holder, Matt, quote, I didn't change my name to mock Santino's team name, Albright. I took that personal. The question everybody's asking is it time to put Santino on the Mount Rushmore of fantasy owners and GMs? Let me put your mind to rest and answer the question for you. And he puts a picture of Mount Rushmore with um, Prime Times yearbook picture, I guess. Um, Prime Times mullet picture <laughs> with a suit on. And then Sasha's yearbook picture. But strategically, it's, it's not like cropped to exclude the name of the picture of the person above him. So it says Amy Nguyen with a picture of <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> and then Santino is the fourth um, member on the uh, Mount Rushmore there. <laughs> I want to know how he got these yearbook pictures. That's an excellent question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I, I wish I knew. And I can't imagine anybody who's in the league who would have put their face, I put it on their Facebook, but uh, who knows? Uh, all right, Tony, how do we do with the predictions? Or how do you all do? I guess I submitted them, too. You, so you, I guess you I had picks, them. yeah. Uh, we had actually had five people make picks last week. Uh, everybody did pretty well. Uh, I led the way with Bishop. We tied with five out of six, so pretty good. Uh, you and Turtle tied again with four out of six. I think that's the third week in a row you guys have tied. Better than the two or whatever one we tied with a couple of weeks yes. ago. And then K-Wall uh, only had three correct, so he finished in the basement. So uh, I'm kind of running <laughs> I'm kind of running away with this, guys. Uh, I have 26 correct on the year, and you both have 20. You guys have been in a dead heat the past, like, three weeks. So you got you to break it up a little bit here, guys. And then let's get to the matchups. Um, this one is going to be interesting. Uh, we have 
Primetime's Nitro versus BDI's God Emperor President D's Nuts. And Primetime is a 26 and a, a 26 point favorite because BDI is not playing a flex player. Uh, he must have cut somebody, I guess, that was in a starting lineup. So um, take a guess who he's going to play. Keelan Cole incoming. Gotta, yeah. Miles Sanders is hurt. Damien Harris doesn't exist. Maybe Nicole Hardman. I don't know. Like he didn't get any any action the the week prior, and he spent what a twelve bucks on this guy. Is he so going to roll out Nicole. two Jaguars re- receivers on the same team? I mean, it's either that or Nicole Hardman. I mean, again, Miles Sanders is not playing tomorrow, and Damian Harris was invisible for the Patriots. So, I mean, that's my guess. Uh, primetime's gonna win. Like it's it doesn't matter who he plays. BDI is missing uh, his best player, Adam Dalen, and you know Robbie Anderson's good. Like there's nothing wrong with him, but at the end of the day, he's not gonna be able to to do it. We we still don't know if Melvin Gordon's gonna play due to quote illness along with DUI. Uh, he's starting Frank Gore. I mean, I can stop there. Bishop's gonna win. Yeah, this is why we tie is because we got 26-point spreads. I know. And uh, there's just no way you can pick BDI this week. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's just no way. I mean, Frank Gore and possibly Melvin possibly Melvin Gordon. If Melvin Gordon doesn't go, he has to go. Oh, he has Damon Harris. Whatever. There's zero chance he wins. Yeah. Evitz, uh are you looking at this matchup or do you want to talk shit about BDI? Here's your here's your chance. Um I uh I'm gonna go double not so fast, my friends. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick BDI. What? Uh, wow. Yeah. Hey, taking a chance like Christopher Columbus did, you know? <laughs> All right, well, I am not so bold. I will not be taking this chance. Um, I like uh, I like prime time this week. I think he's going to get uh, Drew Brees back in the lineup. Uh, I don't know why you would play Matt Stafford. I guess he's going against Atlanta, so that's probably his angle there. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to matter either way. Uh, he's going to roll out two Jaguars on you and Robbie Anderson, so I'm going to take Bishop. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Turtle and Ivica's fucking savages versus Worms. Worm Friedrich. Team Taylor. Now, Giuseppe. Turtle got over the schneid last week. Uh, he's got Russell Wilson coming back. He's got uh, a healthy Julio Jones. He's got a healthy DK Metcalf. So what do you think is going to happen this week? Well, go, going into this, if I would have, now that I have this new breaking information from Welburn, <laughs> if his kicker has got the COVID, that's Worm's second best player behind Tyreek Hill. Um, man, oh man. Yeah, I mean, because like literally the week before they put up 18. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Amari Cooper's put up, uh, I guess he put up 26 against Cleveland. So he has put up more than that in, the, in a given week. But yeah, I mean, like, that's that's one of his his big guns there, so that's that's gonna hurt him a lot. He's gonna have to play uh, the kicker in Green Bay. What's his name? Like Mason Crosby or something. Uh, you you mentioned it. You've got the return of Russell Wilson. 
And I think that's going to be huge. They play the Cleveland Browns, who are not really good at defense. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mistake. They play Arizona, who's also like pretty average on defense. I mean, they look good against Dallas, but before that, they had been giving up a lot of points to a lot of teams, including like the likes of Detroit. So, I'm going to take uh, the EB to Turtle combo in what is not much of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, this is, I should have mentioned, this is a 22 point favorite for turtle and Ivica. And I think this number is probably about right. I mentioned last week that if David Montgomery didn't score a rushing touchdown, he will not score one the entire season. And guess what? He did not score a rushing touchdown last week. He had one taken away, right? Uh, maybe, but. Uh, we will repeat. He did not score. He didn't a score. Rush. He didn't score. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he got close. He got close. That's for sure. <laughs> well, cl- close doesn't count in fantasy football. Uh, so he's going to roll him out there, and he's going to roll Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. Either one of those guys is not a great play. Uh, Buffalo can't run the ball right now, and uh, and they're kind of in a timeshare. So he's kind of rolling dice on that. Amari Cooper. I mean, Andy Dalton's in town. Uh, you can't rely on that. And uh, yeah, Turtle and Vitsa's got the big guns coming back. He's they still got the Mike Davis gravy train rolling. So I'm gonna take uh, Turtle and Vitsa in a a slobber knocker. They're gonna beat the shit out of Warren this week. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna take myself per usual. Um, I think he's putting Zach Moss in there because I traded him to him, and it's kind of like a in your face when he does have that two touchdown game revenge game. Yeah, I think that's my that's my guess. Um, but yeah, there's uh, I got all my guys back. I have choices I can play. Um, everything's firing right now, so I, I think I'm gonna win this one pretty easy. Yeah, I'll make it a clean sweep. Um, I don't have any analysis other than now that we're out of the Balls Mahoney division, I expect us to go on like a six game winning streak. I love it. I love it. All right, let's continue. Uh, next matchup, we have Kowalski's Washington Cracker as Crackers versus Pee Wee McLean's BDI as a Coward. And uh, third week, third game in a row, third Balls Mahoney, uh, huge point spread in this one as well. Kowalski is a 16-point favorite in this one. Um, I see B- uh, Pee Wee and McLean have not subbed in a defense yet, but I don't think that's going to move the needle too much. Uh, so turtle, how's this one looking? How, I don't know how he's a 16 point favorite. Um, oof. I'm going with, uh, the Pee Wee McLean train. I think they're, uh, they got the pieces there that will Fuller, AJ Brown. I mean, he's like the, if you're not Derrick Henry busting off fifth, you know, 94 yard touchdowns or whatever, AJ Brown's just been super consistent. And um, just to, to foreshadow a little, he's got my my breakout player of Terry McLaurin. So I think they uh, they will go ahead and get that win here. This sucks. Now I have to take Kowalski because I was going that direction. I need to make up ground somewhere. So finishing last or finishing second is the same thing in this thing. So I'll take Kowalski. Uh, Houston has a horrendous defense, so he can get potentially 50-plus out of Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers in a bounce-back game. 
Uh, Chris Carson comes back. I mentioned Arizona's defense is not good, so that'll be good for him. And Ronald Jones has been the hottest running back not named um, Derrick Henry. So I, I think Kowalski's got enough in the tank to to beat Pee Wee McLean. I'm going to agree with Giuseppe here. I think, I think Kowalski holds on uh, this week. Uh, there's not many more dangerous players when they're pissed off than Aaron Rodgers. And Houston's defense is just a dumpster fire right now. So I, 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 I do predict a huge game for him and Devontae Adams. Um, and I, David Johnson, I don't really like that play. Uh, I think they're going to be losing by quite a lot in this one, and he's not really a receiving down uh, running back. So I'm going to take Kowalski. Um, this is tough for me because I don't want to pick Pee Wee uh, McLean because of hashtag FPeeWee. But as long as K-Wall has that unnecessary apostrophe in Krakas, I cannot pick his team. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, McLean and get rid of that, apo- that second apostrophe, K-Wall. It's an eyesore. That's right. You were you were an English major, right? Weren't you? I was gonna say, might as well mention yeah. the English major part. <laughs> and also, a fun fact for any of the people in the league who have not been here uh, from day one, but Ivica used to write some pretty incredible weekly yes. recaps before we had a podcast. Oh, that's what this podcast was. It was like a verbal form of those, if I remember yeah. the pitch back way back in the day. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, we talked about that uh, on one of my previous appearances. Uh, I wish like there was some record of that because then I'd kind of have an idea of what to write. But um, yeah, I wish there was there was a way of figuring it, it out. Was it yeah. done via the message board or something like that? It had to have I'm been. There was no Twitter back then, so yeah. <laughs> Either yeah, that or it was like a live, maybe a live journal post. Did you have a live journal? <laughs> Definitely not. No, I would just like uh, type it up on my word processor and then um, post it, I think, directly like the entire body of text on the message board, I think. Yeah, those were fantastic. If we could ever get you to do that just like one more week, it would be fantastic. I know because you asked last time, but I mean, I wish I had something to like look at. Um, You never know. Maybe one of these days I'll surprise you. I'm down to be surprised. <laughs> All right. Also, great memory that you remembered we've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have my COVID mania, which is running wild on the country yet again, uh, versus Matt's the DeAndre years. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on I'm guessing there's nothing for Turtle to complain about this week. I mean, you have to have seen the Wonder Years, right, Turtle? Yeah, of course. That's the one with the 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 God, the Kevin Arnold. What? Yeah, Brett, but what's yeah, the Brett chick's Savage. name? What's the chick's oh, name? Winnie. Winnie. Oh, Winnie yeah. Cooper. Yes. Woo! I loved me some Winnie when I was young. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's gorgeous now too. But yeah, I know this. And she's like a physicist or something super duper smart. Oh, holy! What's shit. her real name? Dan Danica McCallum or something wow. like that. Way to pull that way. one out. Yeah, take a look. She's like 
got like ridiculous like degrees in like mathematics, like quantum physics type shit. It's crazy. I have to say that makes my dick hard. <laughs> and she is still relatively attractive for sure. I will say this, and it's probably controversial, especially among the streches, but I hated the Wonder Years growing up. I never liked it. I never got into it. Like I tried multiple times because it, it was seemingly on all the time. I felt like it was especially something that was used as filler after a sporting event ended on a local station. Like for those like, oh, well, we got 18 minutes to fill. Let's throw an episode of Wonder Years on or something like that. I, I hated it. I never liked it. I always loved that show. Yeah. So, I know it's it's definitely I'm I'm in the minority, but I just never yeah. never liked it. All right, my first. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. I should mention I'm an 18 and a half point favorite. Yeah, I mean, like, no offense, Matt, but you're probably teetering on being the worst team in the league this year because of, you know, some of the injuries that you've had and just some of the guys who just haven't panned out. Like, I thought Michael Gallup was going to be a lot better than he was, than he has been uh, this year. Cam Akers, you know, Jake. J.K. Dobbins, when you when you reach for I, I talked about it last show. When you reach for those rookie running backs, you know there's there's an expectation that they're going to do something, but sometimes it's not uh, it's not something that pans out. I love Allen Robinson. He's been, he's looked really good, especially since they went. The Bears have gone to Foles. Tyler Boyd's a, a nice you know PPR guy, but he's he's nothing you know special. Kittle again, he's 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 hit and miss. Some weeks he's fantastic when Garoppolo's good, but Garoppolo's not good enough. Uh, I don't know. I just can't see it happening. Tony seems put up a lot of points even in in down weeks. I think that he's got a couple of really juicy matchups. Um, most notably, the Buffalo Bills playing the Jets. Josh Allen had a, a pretty piss poor game on Monday. And he's going to want to bounce back and prove people that he's he's better and that they weren't wrong in talking about him as an MVP, which even though it's foolish and it's clearly Russell Wilson. So I'm going to go with Tony. I will agree. Um, I think Tony's got the better team just overall. In like when you have to start Latavius Murray and JD McKissick, it just uh, it's not tilting anything in your direction here. Um, Michael Thomas is hurting, so I don't know if he actually plays. I did look. You do have C.D. Lamb, and that's why I'm, I'm still confident you're going to get this win. Okay. Um, I'm going to agree. I think I'm going to trounce Matt this week. I do love the uh, the theme song for Wonder Years. I just want to make that clear. Joe Cocker is a great singer. Yeah. If you didn't know, that's where that song came from. Um, yeah, the, I got the the Bills versus the Jets. I got Stephon Diggs and Jer- and uh, Josh Allen going this week. Uh, DeAndre Swift kind of had a breakout last week, didn't he, boys? Uh, 14 for 116 and two touchdowns. And this week, they go to Atlanta. So if, if they gave him the ball last week, they're definitely going to give him the ball this week. So I like that. And I, do, I think Michael Thomas does play this week, but if he doesn't, I can always sub in Lamb, who's a, a good play this week versus Washington and uh, your best player is Allen Robinson and they play the Rams. So he's going to get Jalen Ramsey all day. And uh, George Kittle is going to be totally eliminated by Bill Belichick. The, his MO his entire career 
has been take away the thing the other team does best, and that is George Kittle. So expect double and triple coverage there all day. So I think this is an easy W for me. Uh, Ivica, what do you think? Am I uh, correct that last week um, we uh, were the only team in our division to win? That is correct. Yeah, that was good. So I picked BDI. Well, I picked uh, Slime Time to lose. I picked K-Wall to lose. So I'm going with Matt. We'll see if we can make it happen again. <laughs> you never know. You know. All right. That doesn't like affect it. me. So <laughs> I love it. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have Giuseppe's The Bone Zone versus Micah's Legion of Zubaz. Now, Micah is only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. This is the closest game that we have on the slate. So I'll go ahead and lead off with this one. Um, I'm going to take Micah. I love his running backs. Um and what, let me see the matchups here. Oh, he's got tough matchups here. He's got Derrick Henry against Pittsburgh. Uh, but I do like Ezekiel Elliott this week to come back off of that double fumble game. I think this will be close. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Giuseppe keeps it close with Deshaun Watson. He's going to get a lot of garbage time. This is going to be one of those Blake Bortles types games for him, Giuseppe. So you might not want to watch the first half. He's going to score all of his points when they're getting killed in the second half. So, uh, But give me Micah to, to narrowly edge by. Um, uh, Giuseppe never picks himself, so he'll pick Micah. I pick Giuseppe. I need to be different here. Um, that's it. That's my reason. <laughs> So you want to go before me or you want to keep going last? Doesn't matter to me. Oh, sure. Um, I will also pick Giuseppe. Um, and yeah, you go ahead. You're right. I never pick myself and usually it's with good reason. Uh, I'm two and four. <laughs> so uh, I think the first two weeks I did pick myself and I lost and then everybody got hurt or is bad or whatever happened. So I'm picking Micah this week because of uh, a couple of reasons. One, I have to start Joshua Kelly, who, while the matchup like a month ago would have been really appealing, isn't necessarily that anymore because he doesn't seem to be the guy. It's a rotation, and Justin Jackson looked better, and I feel like he's now kind of lost that spot that he had. So that's that's a huge bummer there. Beyond that, my, I, I cannot find a kicker who can score points, or when they do, they're on my bench. So, I mean, this week I'm throwing out uh, my Zane Gonzalez, I believe is his name in Arizona. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I'm, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I'm chasing touchdowns that just don't happen on my side. And right now, Derek Henry is running super, super well 21, 16, and 33 in his, his prior three. Pittsburgh. Like historically has been good on defense, but they've actually been pretty bad this year, especially on the run. Miles Sanders got like an 80 yard touchdown against them a couple of weeks ago and Philly is is very bad. So I, I feel very worried about what's going to happen there. Uh, Zeke has a bounce back game this week. Uh, he's, I think, historically been really good against Washington and is a division rival. Washington's defense is, is improved, but not good enough. 
Um, a lot of people are talking shit about Juju, so this is probably a good bounce back week for him. Uh, teams guys get healthy playing against me, so I can't believe I'm saying this, but Micah, I think you're gonna beat me, my friend. So congrats. All right, let's go to the last matchup. We have the <laughs> this is the Broom Bowl. We have Mike's Max Mask Up Bitches versus Santino's. It's time to loot. And uh, Mike is a 19.5-point favorite. A lot of huge spreads this week, but uh, Santino does have a bi-week player in his lineup, uh, most probably getting filled by Rob Gronkowski, even though there are better <laughs> options for you, Santino. He wishes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Turtle, why don't you lead off on this one? Oh, man. Um... I'm going with the I'm going with the hot team right now. Uh, I'm going to pick Santino to win this week. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Yeah, please, man, just do it. Yeah, he heard us. Robert Woods is getting entered in the lineup. Please don't play Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> um, if gosh, yeah, I just said it already. Santino, you're going to win. <laughs> nice pick. I mean, no. <laughs> it's Mike. I mean, I mean, no. But this is what he does. He gets like shit on by like a terrible team because of some like 60 to 52 score. I don't think that happens again, but I think they do that at a higher scale this week. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong in that this could be a week where it happens because he's missing, um, you know, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. But at the same time, um, the number four fantasy quarterback in our league is actually Ryan Tannehill. So he, believe it or not, is being forced into playing the better fantasy quarterback. Not the better overall quarterback, but the better fantasy quarterback. So it's, it's kind of like a, uh, an upgrade, even though it's meant to be a backup. So you've got that situation happening there. Uh, Kamara, I think Carolina's top three bottom rushing defenses in the league. I mean, Todd Gurley looked really good against them um, among other anybody running back. So Alvin Kamara should eat and uh, do really well there. We all know my love for James Robinson. All he does is score points. I mean, Santino is missing his uh, second best player in Justin Jefferson. And he's going to probably put in Gronkowski instead of Robert Woods. And even Don't if he does, Trump. if he does, can I audible? No, yeah, I mean, audible? Nope, nope. is there an ER player? You I mean, predict. honestly, Turtle, at the end of the day, Robert Woods is going up against the Bears. The Bears are really good at stopping wide receivers. I think Robert Woods versus the Bears is still better than Robert Gronkowski versus the worst defense. Side bet? <laughs> you guys want to side bet this? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll pick Robert Woods versus Rob Gronkowski this week. Straight I up. mean, yeah, like that's not hard to do, but well, I'm just course. saying that like there's not going to be that much of a gap. Like, do you think that this ga- this matchup is so close that the difference between Woods and Gronk, which I think probably between the two is no more than seven points, is going to be the difference in this game? Do I- I'm sorry. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I think Woods outscores Gronk by around seven points. Okay. So why would you ever play Gronk? Oh, I wouldn't. Absolutely okay. not. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like the difference maker in the matchup. Like uh, Mike has the infinitely better team. Yeah. I think Santino just like, this is what he does. 
he gets hot and then he just starts fucking, you know, murking foos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening this week. He's going to get somebody. <laughs> okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I think you're crazy, uh, Turtle. <laughs> Uh, That's fine. I guarantee you he's going to play Gronkowski this week. I, I just guarantee it. I, I have a feeling my Santino sense is tingling. And uh, it's not going to matter. But, uh, yeah, Alvin Kamara coming back off a bye, gets to play Carolina, is going to be a huge game. Um, DeAndre Hopkins versus Seattle. Good Lord, man, that defense in secondary is trash. Uh, DeAndre is going to eat this week. And my breakout player is going to be T. Higgins, Ocho Cinco 2.0. Saw him running down the field last week. He's gonna, he's doing good things there. And uh, they get to play Cleveland this week. I think that's going to be a shootout. And I'm going to take Mike. I just um, can't help but think of this as like a physical altercation. <laughs> if it was in like an octagon or something. And Mike would be like, minus 195 isn't big enough. It would be like minus 1950 or something. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to pick Mike. Just right. like if they were to fight, if they were to come to fists. <laughs> if they were, were to come to blows that, over the broom. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of blowout. <laughs> All right, well, I mentioned my breakout player. I got T. Higgins this week. What do you guys think? Turtle, you mentioned yours as well, right? Yeah, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I'm going to go super unconventional because I was actually looking at T. Higgins, but I I really like um, Robert Tanyan, (laughs) actually, Um, because, Tony, you mentioned it. I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers has that revenge game. He's going to throw three, four touchdowns, and, you know, this guy could be the recipient of uh, one or two of them. I I don't love Houston's, you know, defense at all. Um, I was actually – I don't think if – if Jonu Smith didn't get hurt last week, I'm sure he would have done a lot of damage against against that defense, but he got hurt and he wasn't able to get uh, a lot of targets or a lot of action. So I think Tanya could have a, a really big week. So um, I don't know if Ivica, you have uh, anybody off the top of your head from a uh, guy who hasn't watched football in the better part of this decade. But Just based on uh, the earlier conversation i'm gonna go with the jacksonville jaguars wide receiving core in honor of (laughs) that's fantastic all right well ivica thank you so much for being on the podcast any final words before uh, i close up shop here no thank you guys for having me it was uh, really nice to hear from everybody and uh everybody listening I love you guys, miss you guys, uh, and maybe, maybe someday we'll, uh, we'll run into each other again. That would be great. All right, well, that is going to do it for our week seven preview fantasy football scoop. And boop. All right, show's over. I'm tired. and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com